Welcome to the Broad Talk with your hosts, Dan and James. Welcome to Grog Talk. I'm James. I'm Dan. And we are live from Sci-Fi City in Orlando. I'm really excited to be at Sci-Fi City because Sci-Fi City used to be a store called Enterprise 1701 back in the day, which was the uh, the gaming store in Orlando back in the late 70s uh, and the 80s. So really excited to be here. And thanks to uh, Troy. Yes, thanks, Troy. Thanks him very much. We got a big crowd here. We got a live audience here for a special Grog Talk game day, which is pretty exciting. Now, in fairness, a majority of the folks are here to do other stuff. Right. They're not here for us. <laughs> but we do have a few people here. That's right. For this us. Because this is Gary Gygax Day, which is a special event. Uh, July 27th has been deemed Gary Gygax Day. Uh, it's his, it was his birthday, correct? Correct. Yeah. July 27th. So hopefully. Uh, in addition to watching Grog Talk or listening to Grog Talk, raise the volume. Got it. That's All right. Let's see if they can hear us. David now. Thompson, can you hear anything we said? Our lone listener, let us know. Keep going. Keep talking. So, uh, yeah, they should be able to hear us now. Yeah. Is it is it reading out or is it okay? Okay. Okay. Cool. So that should be better. Yeah. This is this is this homespun charm you get with right. broadcasts. Yeah. Thanks to our patrons, which we appreciate, no expense was spared. We have spent thousands of dollars on production equipment. Including it's, the sign. Can they see the sign? No, they can't see they the can't sign. They can't see the Well, you will see the sign. You'll be amazed. You will right. realize that your money has not gone to waste. Right. When you think, I, I could save, spend for my kid's college or something else, but instead I've given to GrogCon, you'll see the the fourth grade uh, product. We'll, we'll yeah, go over that so later. So who's the unlucky kid? Nico. He doesn't get to go to college. Yeah, he doesn't go to college now. <laughs> So our production goblin, Nico's on the chat. So if you have comments or questions, please uh, send it to him and he'll get back to you. He'll also provide some interesting feedback and comments. So today we come together to see a playoff matchup where three teams come and only one will be victorious. Three teams enter. One comes out. No, actually all three come out, but only one wins. Oh, that's right. Well, <laughs> it's not that ruthless, is it? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe we shut the doors and this is some kind of really dark thing. But no, yes, the players themselves will be coming. But However... Three teams of uh, picked by their Norse towns in the northern kingdoms are coming to settle a dispute. Three teams? Three. Wow, that sounds like a big tournament. It does sound like a big tournament. We were very fortunate that we have almost over a dozen people showing up for this, which is amazing. <laughs> for first edition, that's not that's right. bad. First edition. Next At- year it'll be 10. That's right. The mortality rate. Right. Why do you keep bringing up the mortality rate? Well, because as you get older, you think about those things. I don't. I'm trying not to think about. First edition, you think about those things. Some of the people playing today will be under 25. Really? Yes. Some of. Oh, it's a grog. It's grog line. No, it's not the grog line. Oh, you gotta take your heart medication. That's right. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I do actually. Hey, my blood pressure is pretty good. That's not funny. You gotta be careful about it. Making jokes like that around all folks. Well, let's do some announcements, and then we're going to talk about today's matchup, which we have three teams that are coming together to uh, go through the uh, challenge of, uh, what's the deity's name again? Of oh. Balance and Justice? Oh, it is for SETI. For SETI, that's right. We have, a, we have a Norse theme. And look, this is, I understand that what Game of Thrones is popular. Right, Game of Thrones, yeah. the Avengers. I've this heard is, of that. This is nothing, you know. This, this is, is not a knockoff of any of This is not, 
I think if you know me, you know I'm not knocking off Avengers or right. Game of Thrones, neither of which I've I've seen other than in very small snippets. So no, this is this was going to be Norse no matter what. Okay, total coincidence. Well, we even higher. You want us to get even closer to it? Surprised you're not asking us to turn it down. Yeah, they're not telling us to turn it down. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna like it's like we're testifying in Congress. <laughs> um, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Ah, very good. Was that in Congress? I didn't no, it wasn't. Okay. I think it was. He just said that. All right. right. Well, we're gonna have I'm to sorry. talk right into the mic here. So. These are the fun of doing things live. So um, I want to first thank, we have a new patron. And he's actually here in the in the crowd. Who, who is that patron? That's right. Uh, Ron Christopher is our patron. Hey, Ron. Ron, thank you for being a patron. Congratulations. Thank you thank so you. much. That, so, that poster board. That that poster board, that <laughs> fine quality poster you, you paid for, sir. <laughs> yes. No, he didn't make it. He, no. We just bought the poster board with his money. That's right. At the Dollar Tree, that's what we got. Yep. So for those uh, who are online, they don't see this uh, fine work that I did last night. Uh, minutes were spent producing that quality sign. Oh, well, we were working on the adventure. That's right. We were it. we were working on the adventure. Late so in the evening. so don't forget as a as a patron, Ron, that you are able to uh, claim part of Florida as your em- as part of the Grog Empire. So. Uh, next, please send me an email of what what place you're taking over, and we will do that. Does he have to live in the area? That area, he can't yeah, take yeah. like the Panhandle. Yeah, we will need proof of residency. <laughs> oh, he. Oh, so wow. a suggestion from the crowd is there's a infamous uh, area known for prostitution, and Ron is going to claim that. Wow. Okay, that's great. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, but that's too late. Good news, it's streaming. Bad, also good news, she doesn't watch it. She couldn't care less. This, this is the risk with the crowd. That's right. Hey, you know, we, we, we didn't, normally it's just you and I and, and Nico, but that's okay. And, and the lawyers. But uh, if, if you frequent Cocoa Beach and you have proof of that, then we will let you claim that, Ron. So, mm-hmm. What kind of proof are you Well, seeking? hey, that'll be up to him to provide. Proof of residency. Provide the proof to James. Yeah, hourly receipts or something I like that. That'll be fine. I don't need the proof. Exactly. So... Uh, we'll do a heraldry also because Martin uh, Reinesen, who is one of our folks on chat, he, I assume it's he, has claimed Sweden as part of the Swedish challenge. I thought he would have taken all of Scandinavia. He, he's, Sweden? He, in fact, his email said, I claim Sweden. That, okay. was, a, that was the title that he provided. So, so Sweden's taken. Sweden is taken. And a really good backstory. So next week we will... We will provide him his heraldry. Wow, I love that part. That is your favorite part. So I'll give you updates on the Swedish challenge. Um, we are still number 365 in Sweden, in spite of the fact that, and, <laughs> that's right, the crowd it, goes wild. Has anyone guessed what we're ranked in Mexico? We Mexico. are ranked in Mexico. Mexico. 12,000. 12, wow. It's just a preseason poll, but no, number 20. Number 20. Top 20. In Mexico. For gaming, other gaming. Other gaming podcasts. That. Look at this. The, the ah, shock and awe. Now the joking stops. That's right. Now you You want to know the 19 above that. I don't know that, but I will look that up. Hmm? That, we, would, we, we would do a trip to Mexico, but we're concerned that we might not get back in. Right. Well, I kind of look Mexican, so you, 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 on the other hand, I think would get back. There's no problem. I'm good. My papers are a little sketchy. All right. I don't, you know, Ancestry.com, that's another story. We'll we've talk about hit, that I heard time. we've hit the charts in Japan. Japan, we were number one. We were number, number one. Number one in Japan. 
Yep, Made in Japan Thank tour. you. Made Thank in you. Japan tour coming For those up. who can't hear, there's a applause. There's like a wave of, of accolades coming through here. Okay. But uh, the next day, we were 47th, and by the end of the week, we were 131. But for that one shiny moment, the people of Japan came together and said, two middle-aged guys talking about first edition D&D, number one. Now, I see next on the agenda, it says iTunes reviews skip. Is right. that because we got blasted by no, somebody? No, we have no more. Reviews? Well, this is where we're so please, if you listen to us on iTunes, please put a review because, A, we will go over it, which we appreciate. A good review. Preferably. We want an honest review. Okay, we want a good review. And if we do, we'll go over that because that's how people find uh, this thing. So if you find this entertaining, we would love to hear that. Okay, enough of jibber-jabber. So we've been, this uh, tournament, this event, this matchup has been building for months since it was put on the calendar. People have been excited. We had people on Meetup saying, 11 days, can't wait. For, for, for almost three months now, we've been saying to each other, we really need to write this adventure. Right. <laughs> and then three weeks ago, we came together and we, we put it together. And I think it's a great tournament. So um, three towns have come together, right? Burka, Uppsala, and Stigtuna. There's a bitter uh, land dispute that they've come together and they're going to come in as warriors and one's going to leave as a champion. Yeah, and see, this is why if you come and, and, and listen to GrogCon, Grog Talk, one of the you get in, one of these things. That's right. You get inside information, right? right. And, and advanced information. So for the next four hours, we're going to talk about all the matchups that are part of this. So very exciting stuff. So um, the they don't know this yet, and so those who are playing have to close their ears. Part of the challenge, they are to find a secret item, right? In They're supposed to finish this quest. Yeah. That, 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 that's a real newsflash. Oh. The tournament adventure will involve you finding an item. That's right. This quest, you have to find an item. <laughs> it's very original. Right. There will be challenges. <laughs> Monsters, maybe. Perseverance. Champions will be met. Legends will be found. Yeah. Champions will be made. Dice rolling will be had. Dice rolling will be had. Page whip. That's page, page will be yes. flipped. Particularly by your DMs. So... Um, the rules lawyer having anger and bitterness that's people the, will believe early that's the problem is the players know more than the DMs right. I don't like this well, I'm nervous the good news is if you could just give up you could just say here take this and they could take it over for you, if you and I'm just done <laughs> with everything <That's> right. <laughs> don't make me walk out that door that's, what that's the over under when is Dan going to walk out what because time? someone says wait a minute page 34 of the first edition right. this is when we this is what you should be able to do so um, there is. There are three teams competing. We made a little twist on this. Unlike other tournaments where each uh, party goes through and delves, and then their score is generated by either how many encounters or how many players they survive, this one, they have one goal. The first team to get that goal wins. The game stops at that point. Right. And they have to decide... Uh, there are certain items spread out throughout the dungeon that will assist them in getting to the final quest. That's right. And they will have to decide, do they go directly for the uh, challenge, the shortest path, which may be the most deadliest, don't know, or take a circuitous route? Uh, that's the strategy that they're going to have to figure out. And each team is going to have a strategy, and we'll see which one prevails. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this. You know, we've got a lot of talented folks. There's a psychological game. You know Uppsala is going to bring their A game. Burka is not going to be laying down here. They're, we need a mistake-free. Expectations are high. Everyone's joining on the bandwagon for, what's the name, Stig, Stigtuna? But I think Uppsala is going to pull this out. Well, I, uh, Uppsala was upset last week by Dodge City, Dodge City. I believe. 34-21. That's right. <laughs> and so, 
you know, that was so I'm going with I'm going with Sig Tuna. Sig Tuna. Well, what is, I got that Sig Tuna's got that uh, paladin who transferred from Georgia Tech. Right. Okay. Yeah. He was he was a red shirt freshman and came over and now he's eligible to play. So there's you know the good news there's a lot of game to play before we know who's going to be the winner here. Is there any any smack talk? No, I, no. I, there was nothing on, you know, surprisingly on the meetup, we haven't heard anything about that. People were very quiet. In fact, they had no idea they're just showing up to play. So uh, our fine gentlemen who are ready for this, they're, uh, they're looking, to, they're anticipating three and a half hours before. The, oh, when we're going to go eat? Uh, oh, there seems to be some confusion. There's some confusion. We would, we would be supplying food. This is not a food tournament. No, this, this, is, this is not like in college where the clubs give free food to make sure people show up. You're very confused. Oh, the Wing Shack. Okay. Well, let's talk about the individual players. We have a Dwalin, right? The Dwarf Thief, right? His deity is Noroni. What do we know about Noroni and his relationship with the Norse deity? Well, so he is a dwarf deity that he, he helps hold up one of the corners of the world, which okay. is interesting because as a dwarf, you think that that's kind of really a low That's a low bar ceiling, to think. right. You know? Why are the dwarves doing that? I don't know. You, you can't be quizzing me too much on okay. the uh, Norse mythology. But he's a thief. He's a mid-level thief. He's come in with a lot of good skills. What's what's his approach to this game today? Well, you have to understand. So the dwarves in Norse mythology are very reclusive. Uh, they are uh, kind of hideous looking. Hideous looking. So he's really, if he's coming, they the. The dwarves have some sort of stake in this. That right. for whatever reason, then the dwarves would have wanted to send somebody because they've got a stake in this border dispute. But uh, he basically wants to win this thing, not make any friends, and get out of there. Right. He, he's not. He's not there to make friends. He's, he's going to be very stereotypical. He's going to stick to his guns. He's going to do what he needs to do and get out. Okay. What about Osmond, the hammer? Of this ah, human well, cleric, right? Worship. Fifth level, mid level, worshiper of Thor. Thor. So, you know, hammer time, hammer time, bringing his a game. What's his Achilles heel? What can we see that maybe can I use Achilles here? It's a Greek term, but what would be the Norse equivalent of that? Is there a, uh, I, we, we really need somebody who's in Norse. <laughs> not, you did not warn me about this. I would have, I would have studied about the fact that it's a Norse thing. So human cleric, fifth, he's probably one of the leaders of the team. You would say, I would think that the cleric is going to be the leader of the party. Right. That's and it. what's and what's Thor's background in this? What, what do you think he's going to try to bring to this uh, event? You know, Thor is just going to be entertained. But Thor's going to be entertained. I think all of the I think we're going are to be sit and watch and be entertained. Right. Okay. We also have uh, Brynjar, the human fighter, mm -hmm. and he's worshipping Thor. I, I feel like I should be getting out my deities. Right. Me God's book see, see part of this part of this is that he insisted on having a Norse theme. He's so I'm going to make you pay for it I by going this, over each deity. I didn't know this was an ambush. It's not an ambush. It's excited. The game started already. The game started <laughs> early. Little did I know. So we have Tour because I know nothing about these. I know Thor because he was in the Avengers. I did see the Avengers movie. You, on the other hand, have not seen it. So I don't know anything about these. I assume these. it's Tyre. T. Tyre. Oh. Right. Because oh, Tyre, good. God of war and long. Oh, the guy with the one hand. Yeah, there you go. Tyr. Tyr, thank you. Right. So Brynjar is is bringing is is going to be a fighter. He's all warlike. What's what's his what's his background? Because you created the pre-gen characters. Well, he's from a uh, small village um, named Chernevin Violin. Okay. Chernevin Violin. 
And um, you know, so he's you know he he loves to fight. He's you know he's he's very fighty. Uh, production goblin, is the sound okay now? Hopefully, hopefully not. Keep talking. Okay, it's good. Okay. Well, I'm sure they're getting a lot of background noise too. So, um, the other one that was very interesting is elves. What's the role of elves in Norse uh, mythology? Well, so there are elves, which is useful. Thank you. That's compelling. Appreciate that. You're in the Finnish myths okay. and the Greek myths. Yeah. So um, I have no idea. You know, I mean, Boy, well, because you, you should have warned me that we're going to do. A, I'm going to be quizzed on North. Well, you did mention there are no halflings and there are no not uh, to gnomes. my knowledge. Yes, you don't okay. really have those. So you, you have elves and dwarves, which means you're not going to have all of the, uh, you know, the humanoids that you would expect to have. Okay. So is it fair to say for those who are playing, if they've done their film work, if they've studied film, game film, which in our case is grog talk, they will have an advantage. Is that a fair statement? Yes. That's all you got to say about that. Well, it's all. I don't want to give away too much. Any specific? Well, you could give something away. The whole point is, is some of our listeners would maybe be playing in the tournament and they would get an advantage to listen. This is a tie-in. We're doing this to tie things in. So, why don't you give them one clue? Well, you know, being religious is important. Being religious right? so is take, important. Taking your religion seriously helps. All right. Right. Paying attention to. Your deity, looking up your deity, right in the deities and demigods. You know this is, you know, this is uh, heavily influenced by Norse mythology. So I think if you and your characters take that seriously, that's going to help you out. Okay, great. Um, well, we're going to pick which team is going to win at the end of the show, right? So you you're going to do the uh, Lee Corso kind of thing and select who the winner is. In the meantime. Let's do our random encounter, which we find that, a lot of fun. That I can handle. Okay. All right. You need to, hill here. You want to take this? Yes, over here? I'll take that. All right. I think whatever listeners we had, now that they've seen how this really works, they'll be like, wow, this is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty compelling stuff. All right. Ready to yeah, see where we're at? It. Yeah, where are we at? 10. Oh. We are, we are in that. Where are we? Oh, yeah. So we are. Eight nine, keep going. Oh yeah, no, one more. Again, we're in the astral. We're in the astral plane. Plane. Okay, so what I roll D twelve and D ten at this point? Uh, no, I one or ten. One or two. Yeah, so six sided. Two. We are in the ethereal plane. Ethereal plane. Here we go. Uh, Fourteen. A gorgon. Gorgon. So the the monster is a gorgon. Put that in the chat. Where am I? Where am I going to find the Gorgon? Well, the Gorgon would be in the original Monster Manual. Oh, thank goodness! This is old school. This is appropriate. Right. I know nothing about a Gorgon. You don't know nothing about a Gorgon? So the Gorgon is the one that breathes. There he is, right there. Oh, it's a great picture. Right. So why don't you show that to the people there, Gorgon? There he is. We're looking on the thing. Page. What page is it on for us? Those lit playing at home. Page 49. 49. Okay, let me ask a quizzy okay. here. Okay. How frequent is the Gorgon? Uh, common. <laughs> like the hill giant. In, well, in the ethereal plane, I would assume he's common. We ran into him. Okay. They, our listeners. The crowd viewers, says The crowd rare. is correct. Rare. Rare. Okay. Well, this what? is number appearing. I, I, I already blew it. One to four. Yeah, that's ugly, right? Armor class? Ooh. 
Negative two. Two AC two. Two AC. So hit dice. Hit dice. I would not. I would have not known this. Eight. Eight hit dice. So, th- so not as nasty as you. So more appearing, but not as nasty as as popular. So how is the ethereal plane get? That's the part I don't. I don't. Un- ah. They prefer the fastness of a wilderness or dreary caverns for habitation. A gorgon is able to breathe out a cloud of noxious vapors, which will turn any creature to stone right. unless they make a saving throw. The breast shoots forth a truncated, cone-shaped, one-half-inch diameter at the beast's mouth. All right, we don't need to know the, the distance. A gorgon is able to use such breath up to four times per day. It will always use this attack in preference to any other attack. The awareness of gorgons extends into the astral and ethereal plane. Very nice. So do the effects of the... So they're not actually there. Their awareness extends there. Yeah. This so is not a remember for me. This is new information. Right. Okay, so if you're traveling through the ethereal plane, you'd be moving along, you kind of sense what's in the prime material plane, and if you stumble on a Gorgon, it'll see more. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, some of our folks here in the crowd are, are providing a background of how the ethereal plane is connected to the prime material. Um, so now we're talking metaphysics, which is, which is a very exciting topic here on, on Grotto. So I like this. So you, what you do is so what you're walking along in the ethereal plane. You're like, ha-ha, right. I'm in the ethereal plane, and you see this Gorgon. Well, you wouldn't see it. You can't No, he sees me. It's yes. a problem. When you're in the ethereal plane, you're yeah. right. It's like a weird but shadow generally, the prime material people, the creatures in the prime material plane can't see. So I'm like, ha-ha-ha, I'm going to pull... This like Gorgon's tail, tail. right? Because <laughs> he won't see me, right? And you pull it, <laughs> right? You pull it, but I don't think you can and actually he turns touch around it. And it's a Gorgon, right? And I'm like laughing, not realizing the Gorgon sees me, and, sees. and then you're stoned forever in the ethereal plane. That's right. But the part that is, is interesting, the astral plane, is the one I'm confused about because typically my understanding of this was the ethereal plane circles around the the inner planes, and then there's like a little tube shoot out of the ethereal plane out to the astral plane. When you look in the player's handbook, or maybe in the in the uh, dem- deities and demigods, they have various. You can look in the back of the player's handbook. So they show. That's a monster manual. It's live. It's live. Don't get. They're gonna. Ra- I'm getting so nervous. Why? It's the same. It's the I've never, never same had a crowd. When you nonsense. Don't see, when you don't see the crowd, it's you know. There is no crowd. There, these people the don't even care. These folks, they've. That's right. Yeah. So for those, yeah. Who, how many? How many people do you need to count as a crowd? Is there a minimum? Is, this number? is a group. This is not a crowd. This is a grouping. Okay. You could fit us in an elevator. So we're on page one, 115 of the deities and demigods. So here is a picture of, for those playing at home, of the uh, astral, ethereal, inner, outer planes. And so we have this very weird uh, 1970s looking um, inner planes, which has the ethereal plane. And then there's this little line, which is the astral plane. So I was always under the impression you could not get to the astral plane directly from the prime material. But based on this, they must there must be a place next to it. Does okay. that make any sense? I I'm better reading things. Okay. So just like this, yeah, this is in here. For those who are playing at home around page 121, the astral plane surrounds the ethereal plane and all the inner planes. So what's interesting is what they're saying is the Gorgon oh. can get to both, which I didn't know you could get to the astral plane directly. I, I thought you had to travel through the ethereal plane to get there. 
outer space. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, the you can get directly from the prime material to the astral plane. There's you don't have to transmit through the ether. I always thought you had to go through the ethereal plane to do that. So, so your idea of the Gorgon is to murder people who are rude in the ethereal plane. Well, yeah. So, the, so the Gorgon's seeing a lot of stuff happening. Wouldn't that be? Can you turn it off? I wonder if you're the Gorgon. So the Gorgon is seeing everything happening in the ethereal plane too. That would be seen to be very distracting. Yeah. If you're trying to, you know, you're standing there in a field. Well, it says awareness. It doesn't say that they can see. Maybe they're just aware of creatures in their They can area. sense it. Right. Kind of like the sixth sense. So something pulls my tail. I don't necessarily turn around. I don't necessarily see it, but right. I can sense it. I can it. sense that, like I can sense whatever listeners online have dropped off. I can sense it. I don't, I don't, I don't know who it is. Well, and what's interesting is their breath weapon extends into it. Right, into both planes. Right. So, okay, so these are basically, these are big bulls. Right, big bulls. That breathe fire. Well, they breathe stone. Oh, I'm sorry. They breathe stone. That's right. They breathe stone. Yeah. It, yeah, the picture deceives me. Yeah, that's that's a stone thing. Right, breath weapon turns to stone. So how would we use? How would you use this in an adventure? I would, you know, I would just have like a, I would just have four gorgons. Four gorgons. I would make the party really hungry. Okay. Run out of food. Right. And then they spot a lone bull on a ridge. Right. With his tail swishing back and oh, forth. That's what I would do. Even though this one looks demonic, and, and well, but be, they, they don't know that close by. Exactly. And it would be turned around. I got to see the tail. Okay. And then they would walk up there. Well, they're going to shoot an arrow at it. And well, then it would charge. What's its movement? 12 inches. 12. Oh, and it's going to be coming down the slope. Right. So they're going to shoot the arrow. It's going to stick in the arse of the Gorgon. I got you. And he's going to turn around. What's the uh, oh? So now I do care about the oh. Is this the outside rules going to apply here? Not for not for area of effect. Oh, so typic- typically range is converted to yards, but area effect is in inches. Okay, so it's six so six inches. So that's sixty, 60 feet. feet. Yeah. Okay. And and the end diameter of twenty feet. So you've got this cone of smoking death. Do you need to do it to hit roll? Nope. It's just, is there a save? What does it say? The save. Oh, it's, save. Yeah, save so versus what I would paralyzation. Do is I would make it look like just a bull sitting there, standing there, <coughs> a food source. Okay. You shoot the arrow. Right. It turns around, save or your stone. So if, if this was in the module that we would play, people could be leery. I mean, it's interesting how we picked that one, knowing something about the module that we just had. It is interesting that, yeah, that based on the module we had, that we just happened to randomly do Random. a board yes, That's that, weird. That would be weird. So hmm. maybe that would be something they would and be interested in. And it's and it's, and it's weird that, because I thought when we wrote the module, we thought that the number appearing was greater than one to four. Right, that's right. <laughs> I thought it was 10 to 40. Right. It, <laughs> if it was native to the Norse environment, so it would be if, 10 to 40. So if you see a, if you see a bull... If you yeah. see a bull on a standing somewhere, right? Don't be worried about it. Just go over and kill it. Play like you haven't heard this. Right. This podcast. Okay. So let's do our random spell. Do you have any comments before we move on? Yeah. Any comments on the gorgon? Has anyone encountered a gorgon? Has anyone run a gorgon or played with it? Encountered a gorgon? No thoughts on the gorgon? Pin the tail on the gorgon? Anything with a gorgon? Anyone? Not anything. Nothing. Okay. Okay. Got nothing. Wow. 
What time is it? Uh, 11.07. We'll be, we'll, be, we'll be eating lunch soon. You need to talk slower. Well, that's right. We need to talk slower. Okay. This is when random spell selection. So you, you get to uh, choose the spell that we're going to do. So we'll, I'll... Oh, you're going to do it? Yeah, you're absolutely. I don't, it's not that I don't trust you. know I don't know the spell you prefer, percentages. You like rolling dice as well. So go ahead. Right. So roll percentages. You just like me, see me picking up the eight side instead of the right. side. Right, I do like that. That is fun. 40. So this 40 is zero. is a magic user spell. Now we have to see if it's illusionist or, or which 10% of all things are... Nope. So it's a magic user. Okay, right. so roll a d10. Got it. I have rolled a five. All right, Fifth five level. is good, yep. Uh, roll a d12 and a d6. Second half, seven. Second half, seven. So, so that's 19. 19? Telekinesis. Oh. Today's spell is telekinesis. This is a spell I think you would like. Yeah, I don't know anything about this spell. You, you don't I've know telekinesis? Get, I've never gotten to fifth that high to have fifth level spells. Well, here you go. You can read it then. All right. So you can push things. Telekinesis, that's right. Is it like an awesome push spell? Wait, but I've already got push. Why do I need telekinesis? Why, that's right. You have push. Why would I'm you need telekinesis? I'm going to decline telekinesis. Yeah. I've got push. Exactly. What, why would you use that? So so telekinesis, what's interesting is it, it it's an accelerated uh, movement. It starts, it pushes something. It's like push, except it's not one little force. It's a force that continues. You can you can accelerate the, the item until it oh. gets to maximum velocity. So I can turn su- something into a weapon. Yes. What, that, what, what, are the, what, what are the odds that today's adventure might include uh, push spells and mending spells? I think there's no chance. None. <laughs> there's zero chance for that. Well, only because I didn't know about telekinesis. Right, well, we didn't mention telekinesis, so that's one thing we didn't do. So go ahead. Okay, so it causes the desired object to move vertically or horizontally. Right. It's uh, two inches the first round. So now, does this count for outside? Do I get... Uh, you know, that's a good question. I would say... Um, Do I get if, 20 yards outside? I would say yes, because area effect is weight. So I would say 20 yards outside. So I could kick a field goal. The range the is range. one inch per level. One. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So the consensus of the group is it would be yards outside in the acceleration. So at fifty, at, with, with with a range of fifty yards outside, I can kick a pretty good field goal with this thing. Oh uh, yeah. Well, because you, you'd be at least ninth level if your fifth level, it's a fifth level spell. You'd at least be ninth level. Okay, so you can. And hopefully, re- the Chamberlain is still on, just to make sure we don't say anything stupid. Yes, heavy objects traveling at high speeds can be deadly weapons! Exclamation points. It's like I read Gygax's mind. Right. Note that telekinesis can be used to move opponents who fa- who fall within the weight capacity of the spell. Right. Oh, so where? Oh, area of effect: two hundred fifty gold pieces so, weight per level. So you're ninth level, which means you have oh uh, two thousand two hundred and twenty-five gold pieces. How much does an elephant weigh? More than two thousand two hundred and twenty-five oh. gold pieces. Yeah. Oh, but I could probably do like a ram. Well, if, if ten gold pieces is a pound Small per thing. encumbrance, so you're looking at about two hundred twenty-five pounds at ninth level. Okay, so I could do... Uh, right. Or a normal human, or if, if or it's a fighter. Remember, these ninth level fighters probably have magic armor, which means they don't weigh anything. Or ten gnomes. Oh. 
Which so is, this is one of the benefits of being encumbered. Right. A rare benefit. Yeah, if you're encumbered, you can't be thrown around like a rag doll. So if you're so you can use this to basically just like splat somebody on the dungeon wall. On the wall, you send them vertically up and then you go bloop, and you go wee. Uh, I like this bell. Yeah. This is a good one. This is a winner. So, oh, can I use, how heavy is a Gorgon? Probably too a heavy. A Gorgon's a little heavy. Ah. You're not going to do that at ninth level. So it would be like Luke trying to like get What's the... That? Wait, is that what Luke was doing right. with the Millennium Falcon? Or trying right. to do? Trying to get a push. That was the problem. He was only using the push spell. He should use force telekinesis. He needed telekinesis. All right. Uh, so. But if you're playing a simple countermeasure as in large spell... So this is this is something of good about the enlarge spell, which makes a lot of sense. If you're worried about being telekinesed, telekinized, telekinesed, you could have one of your other players cast enlarge on you, but causing all the armor to fall off you and be naked. That's amazing. They better, you got to move fast though. Like what's that's, happening? That's, where is this? That's, where, that's great advice. Well, it moves very roll? slow. Remember, it moves at twenty. Uh, the movement starts at two, then four, then eight, then sixteen, and so on. Doubling each round until a maximum velocity of 1,024. Oh, that's true. So you really need to be able to let this, you know, your target pick up it's speed. It's like a locomotive. Right. Yeah, locomotive. If it's like you don't have enough room, he's just going to kind of like go up and hit. Right. So we use like this in, in uh, the game that Nico and I play. One of the uh, creatures, one of the monsters had telekinesis, and we grabbed one of the guys and threw him against the wall. Well, that's true. You could like, yeah, and you could like throw him off of a bridge. Right. Right, so it's better than a... A push but how, how far does a creature or object get pushed? Do you remember the push No, it's, it, it's one foot pound. It basically just nudges them. It just puts, it's more so you got to be like on the edge. Yes, it's a nudge. The push picks you up and chucks you off the off Telekinesis the, uh, bridge. does. Yeah. Telekinesis does. Right. It's it's like, the, you know, you see in the movies where they're like this and they're throwing them and they do that, except this one's more like uh, slowly because it starts at two, four. It's, it's much like, slower. what's happening? Yeah. Right. Okay. But you basically could kill anyone with that. Well, and then, but once you've got them over the bridge... You can just stop. You just yeah. stop, and they just fall. Exactly. Like in, right, right, like the Roadrunner or whatever. It's a very powerful spell. Okay, likewise, ambulation or some other form of mode of power, if the recipient of the spell is not able to ambulate, counters the effect of telekinesis, provided the velocity has not reached 16 inches per round. Okay, so ambulation, so just I'm moving? Ambulate. Yeah. I'm walking? So if they're pushing you, right. you can walk against them. Right. So, oh, right. Okay. Like an escalator. <laughs> Something. Okay. Yeah, so so initially so initially if so if you But eventually it's gonna it's like a, it's right. like a wind and it gets stronger and stronger and eventually right. you're like a bug on a windshield. Yeah. <laughs> right. Eventually you're gonna start sliding back. Oh, so this could be very dramatic though. So right. you're on a bridge and you got this wizard and you're like feeling the push. And you're like moving this way and like you're throwing off. It's like a boat going down, right? You're like throwing off all your stuff. You're well, basically going to be naked at some point. Right, but it's only, it's only two things. Right. <laughs> it always ends there, doesn't it? <laughs> There's so, a theme. So I end, I end dead and naked. I, well, yeah, naked and afraid. Naked, <laughs> naked and being pushed. Naked, afraid, and then dead. Yeah, well, that's in this, that would be incomprehensible, <laughs> That should too. be the name of my group. I'm starting a new group. You're starting a new group? Yeah. They were pretty good. It's the naked, dead, and... Oh, 450 pounds. Oh, push. Yeah, he's... So, oh. uh, the Chamberlain is most august uh, Archduke of Australia. I think that's pretty close to his yeah, title. Yeah, it's close enough. Um... Is uh, still he is he is the advocate for push. He is basically saying, "Don't waste your time with telekinesis. 
save, use a push at ninth level, and you can push 400. Right. Uh, not, not vertical. vertical, and it's just a push. Right. So it's you still a, have to be on the edge, though. It's a strong you? push. It's an urge. I mean, if you have multiple, if I, it's like so, I've memorized nine push spells. Right. <laughs> you could push them, nine, or the same guy nine times. Yeah. Yeah, so he pushes you a little bit, and you're like, ha, 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 ha. That didn't even get me close to the edge. And then another little push. But then I guess you'd walk up. Right, exactly. Uh, I, Do you think there's, like, are there, like, tug-of-war contests with, like, wizards? They come to have, like, a push contest? Well, that would be very classic, right? Because right? you've seen, like, the wizards, the good wizard and the bad wizard. They're fighting each other, right? And and oh, so that's, like what, Harry Potter. that's what Soriman did to... Right, yeah. Right? They're, they're, they're just did shooting the Gandalf, wands. Right, in the movie, at least. In the movie. I don't remember that in the I book. don't either. I don't think it was that dramatic in the book. No. I think it was more, you're a bad guy. Yes, I am. Stay here. You know what was the best part of the Lord of the Rings movies was the Tom Bombadil part. Oh, wait. No, the Tom Bombadil part was not the best part. There was no Tom Bombadil part. Okay. And and there's a reason why. Mm -hmm. Because he's the closest thing to a gnome in in that book. That's a good thing. Yes, he's showing his I Love Gnomes. Not a bad thing. Do you know I... I, uh, there's a lot of love for gnomes out there on Twitter, by the way. I'm just going to say. I, I've, I've tr- someone was wrong. Ro- they, they took a picture of their gnome character. And I said, well, you approve. I've just accepted that approve. you rolled a gnome a character. And they said, well, acceptance is the first part of the process. So you should be happy. There's a lot of gnome lovers out gnome there. Gnome love. So telekinesis is a good spell. I think it's optimal if you throw them up. Because if you... Do it where you're pushing them away from you. They can, if they, if their movement is faster than that, until the speed of it gets up, they can still move towards you. So if they move at 12 and you push at two, they can still move 10 towards you. Right. Yeah, outside. Because you chuck them I up said. and then you drop them down. What would be great is to give somebody a low-level magic user a telekinesis scroll. Or a ring. Because can't they try it with a scroll, but it could backfire. Right. Which means basically you would you, <laughs> you would fly up in the air? Would it yeah. be your death sentence? It like it be, backfires and you fly? Well, well if you're trying to push it up, the reverse fall, would true. be pushed down. They'd actually squish themselves. Oh, they like... <laughs> Yeah. They splatter they, into the ground. They just go because if the, if the idea is wow. reversing, right? I'm throwing against Ron, our new patron. But it could and I'm trying to lift him up, and True. I fail, and it reverses. It, 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 all of a sudden, I would sink into the ground. Up there at the beach. So, right. but yeah, but I think with backfire, don't you as the DM have a lot of discretion to make that backfire entertaining and deadly? Right. Well, how much more entertaining is that? They're being squished in the ground. Ron would be entertained. Yeah, I guess you you've got enough force to right. to bury you. Anything like that. I mean, reverse is kind of, it's it's up to the DM's discretion when you have that. Absolutely. Did you learn anything about telekinesis? I did. I learned about telekinesis. How would Meaning, you, I didn't so, know anything so about So part it. of the reason I look at, would that be a fifth level spell I would take? Yeah, what level do you have to be? You have to be a ninth level magic user. Well, why are you still adventuring? Don't you have enough money? No. People, and Nico's because character Because you got that fifth, one spell. What's that Would spell? you take telekinesis, Nico? Use, use oh, the yeah. slip. Oh, that's a talking. winner. Anything? No. Compared to these other ones, Conjure Elemental, I'd rather have that. Cone of Cold, way better. Contact Other Plane, mm, that's useful temp- for things. Feeble Mind, Hold Monster, Hold Monster is amazing. I would think. Yeah. Uh, magic Jar. In other words, fifth level is really, there's so many powerful spells. Wall of Forest, Wall of Iron, it's Wall like of Stone. It's like a kid in a candy store. It is, it is. There's a lot of good powerful spells there. 
Uh, so telekinesis is okay. I don't know if I would pick that. That would be one if I could stay in my uh, little castle, little wizard's castle, and I could scroll them, I would do that. Um, do we have... Uh we have have t- how much time do we have? How are we doing on time? We're doing great. Should we do, can we, do you feel confident to do half orcs? I don't want to spring that. Yeah, on let's. You. Yeah, we have time to do half orcs because that technically we're scheduled for that, right? right? Yeah, and, and if we, we have time, I'd be good. We we could do half orcs absolutely. Because you know what, I've got great news for you. So what? we've been going through, as our listeners will know, we've right. been going through the demi human races. Right. I didn't right? put anything out there. I just said we'd be live for here. They have no idea. People are coming here because they had. For the random things that we're doing, so and we are up to half orcs. This is basically the last of the demi humans that are in this book, not in the book that shall not be named. Oh right, okay. I've got some great news for you. What are you looking for? Half orcs? Yeah, I'm just sort of flipping around here, right? There you go, right there. Great news for you. There you go. Yeah, I know, but I was looking for something else. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I've got great news for you. Yes. What's the great news? Half orcs can be cleric assassins. Uh, Cleric assassin is one of my favorite things that you can be uh, as a player, if your DM allows it. Right, because we had talked about that. So, all right, so uh, why, why does someone want to be a half-orc? Why does someone want to be Other a half-orc? than wanting to be a cleric assassin. Oh, or a cl- uh, cleric fighter, which you, is right. hard to do. The cleric, it's the cleric part, isn't right. it? So the cleric part is really nice, because so many of the uh, demi-human races cannot be clerics, right? Well, they can be as NPCs, right? Yes, only the half-elf can be a cleric. Right, the half-elf and the human, of course, but the half-orc can. So the ability to be a cleric is really nice. If you want to have a multi-class cleric, you might want to be a half-orc. Correct. Now, the problem is it's a max of level four. Level four. So that's really that's really rough. But if you're playing your half orc like you're supposed to, they don't last very long. I haven't seen a half orc. They die orc. from old age? No, that, and they die from <laughs> just being ro- torn asunder. Intestinal. Problem. Intestinal, right. Yeah, Lot of you, issues. human food. Crohn's disease. Crohn's yeah. disease. Right. Well, well, that's true. Yeah, it's inherited. And, and you know, hard, and, and iron rations? Disgusting. Iron rations, that's disgusting. Right? They want a rat or something. So the advantage of them, see, most people, charisma is a dump stat. No one cares about charisma. So they right. lose two points of charisma. They get a point of strength and con, right, I think is what they get. They do. That's awesome. And right. let's talk about the con because the the 19. Right. 19 Every, right everyone wants to have a 19, right? It's awesome to have a 19. You're godlike, aren't right. you, kind of? Uh, no, but okay. you, it's, it's good. But 20 you think would you're be godlike. Bad. 20, you start getting regeneration, if I remember correctly. 19 is just you get... Uh, you, you get five hit points as a fighter, so that's the winner. So that that's the winner. So you could be a cleric fighter right. with a nineteen, or you can just be a fighter. The arch uh, typically what they want to be is a fighter, right? Um, but you get the nineteen con, right? Which is quite awesome, right? So I think that's one of the benefits to being a half orc. If you if you the only the, it's too bad that the half orc cleric can get to fifth level because then fifth level makes it awesome. Is that when you get a third level spell? That's right, and then you get animate dead. Then you're an evil cleric assassin with animate dead. Yeah. The world, exactly. Well, that, could, that's you, get, when it's could awesome. you get an animate dead scroll and try to use it with well, a chance yeah. of failure? But who's going to give a half-orc cleric assassin I'm gonna animate steal dead? It. Well, okay. You I'm steal you it. What happens that backfires? You're, you animate yourself? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you, you have an you animated personality? Undead? You become undead. <laughs> I'm not sure. I... I don't, I don't, you know, unless you're going to have Bob's 
magic shop where you can order scrolls, that's going to be hard to do. It would just be easier, probably easier to find an ion stone that raises your level. You mean, so the, uh, that's a question. Tangle? By the way, we'll ask the Archduke and we'll ask the crowd here. If you have an ion stone that raises your level and you're multi-class, what happens then? What's your opinion? Sean? The lowest class goes up. Lowest class. Lower experience point goes up. Okay. So if you're a third, third, or it's, um, what happens if they're equal? You get to choose. You get to choose. So it wouldn't be both. You would not rule that they would go fourth, fourth. Or you can't raise beyond the maximum you're allowed to go. Okay. So you wouldn't allow that either. So in this case, if I was a 4-4 cleric assassin or cleric fighter, and I got an ion stone, threw it up, I could be a fifth level fighter, but not a fifth level cleric because that's ma maxed out. Okay. So the discussion for those who are listening is, uh, I don't know, for our chat people, if you got an Ion Stone um, and you're fourth level Cleric Assassin and you chuck it up and it gives you one level, which is, I forgot which color, someone could look that up. Would they and this and the shape? It's not just the color; it's the shape as well. It's a rhomboid or a, a trapezoid or something. I like how you when you say that and you look over at our production goblin. Someone could look that up and he shrugs. Yeah, that was an opportunity for you to look that up, <laughs> production goblin. No, it's okay. I'm just messing with you. I don't care. <laughs> um, you know, you're right. so Ron. Ron, by the way, some of your patron dollars, the the future of D and D right here. Mm -hmm. This is what you got. It's probably going to be, we're probably going to use Ron's patron dollars. Uh, a green prism? Pale green prism. See, why are we not paying David Thompson? Well, we're probably going to He's use... a patron. We should be paying him. He Ron, should be the production goblin. Ron's patron production. money is going to be used to settle and wage an hour suit brought by Nico. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, is that? That's right. we got to hire him. So. We need a rules lawyer. So the, the question is... Um, if you're a four-four, you're maxed out in cleric, cleric assassin. Well, of course he's right. Oh, yeah. So very good. David, By the way, use your hot key. No one can hear you without the hot key. David Thompson is correct. David, the, the Archduke Chamberlain, Chamberlain Archduke, uh, most illustrious. Uh, Arch, uh, I'm sorry, David. I failed him. I had most of them. Well, we're, we're on, of Australia. Well, we're on the road. So. Yes, it's hard. We don't have all the show prep. So half-orcs, not surprisingly, can't be druids. They can't be druids. They don't seem very druid-like. They're not druid-like. They can't be paladins. They cannot be paladins. They wouldn't, they're, they're not going to be that good, right? Well, in this Rangers. edition, they can't be paladins. That's, that right. is... that is. There's other editions? There are other editions, Dan. Um, they can't be magic users or illusionists. They can be thieves. Now, we've talked about this before, because it says eight. Is right. the max level, and but they if need you look down, the URI dexterity of seven, uh, uh, dexterity of less than seventeen, are limited to six level. Seventeen are limited to seventh level, but they'd have to get an eighteen dex, right? Uh, with ma by magical means, by magical means that your DM would allow. So you're basically level seven. You might as well consider that a level seven, right? And so it, I theme. think you would have to look at the magic item because some magic items, like what one of our folks was saying here, if you no, they're eighth level, unlimited assassin. The, it is the only class that is not unlimited on Thief. It's right. a half orc. Right. And let's. let's, let's, let's. Well, this speciousness, there's all kinds well, of challenges that we've 
We're trying to overcome here. It is problematic. problematic. Somehow for 30 years I was, but now like the squirrel that we found that last week that became woke, this is, we're becoming slightly woke. We we see some of the challenges. The half half orc is continually discriminating. If you look at the maxes, now their max strength is 18, which is fine. Intelligence, max is 17. They take a hit on that. They are the only race that has a max of less than 18. Their wisdom and this is rough because of the cleric. There's right. a max of 14. <laughs> so the, the, the half-orc cleric... They get the two. Two first-level ones. They get two, right. So you're, you're hurt on the additional spells. They are a max dex of 17, which yeah. might suggest why they are limited. Yeah, they're kind of oafish, now dwarfs, if that's okay to say. Dwarfs are a, li- a max of 17 on dex, but you talked about this last time. Huh? Oh, sorry. This is oaf, oaf-free zone. Nice. The, the, the doors might be unlimited as thieves, even within 17 decks, because they do diff- they're do. they kind of the opening the locks, right? Right. The tr- right? Maybe things that don't. Well, we talked about different thieves. If you're going to play the thief that we normally is, which is basically the trap finder and the lock opener and the uh, – that you want to be a gnome or a dwarf. You don't want to be any of the other ones. If, you, if you're not picking pockets or climbing walls, who cares about that? Then go for the specialist. And a max charisma of 12. 12. So they're still fairly attractive if they're 12. So to speak. Well, the other advantage that they have, like dwarves, even though they're minus oh. two charisma, they're, they're not minus two to their own con and orcs. Right. So let's, let's talk about, because you, uh, you said that uh, they are, uh, they're attractive, or could be. So the way I read the player's handbook is that... It's, it's cold you, night, maybe. If you, if, Three orc night. That was a great band. Well, how do you think half orcs come about? That's do you right. think all of it is non-consensual? Yeah, why does it have to be non-consensual? Why do we have to have a brutal game? Why is it always that the orc a 12 sexually charisma, assaults a 12, the female? Right. Can it why can't it just be love? Love. Can it be love? Right? Right? Or orc on human action? I think that's great. Right? I don't so, see why not. Right. So what was I saying? I don't know. You were going with charisma. Is it? Is it? And then the, you try to go another way, and the that way, was that the way was. I, <laughs> the way they're I, kind of outcasts. That's what they're portrayed in the DMG and in the player's handbook. Well, I read I read the player's handbook as indicating that if you play a half orc, you are one of the ten percent that right. can almost pass for human. Right. However, some one tenth of orc human mongols are sufficiently non-orcish to pass. For human. Now, it just has that sentence. It doesn't say that every half-orc you play is that one-tenth, but I always sort of assumed it is true. I don't know. Thoughts on that? Huh? Read the next one. Complete details of orcs and crossbreeds will be found under the heading orc. Yeah. Yeah, the PCs are more than that. Is that somewhere? I'd always thought that. It might be in the, uh, maybe it's in the DMG. No, this one just says they're rude, crude, crass, and generally obnoxious. Mm. So humans. That's humans. I'm going to read this again. Rude, crude, crass, and generally obnoxious. That's us. (laughs) Us and our crowd. Right. Uh, okay, so and so, most are cowardly and tend to be tend to be bullies and cruel to the weak. Well, now let me say. So if it says you can pass as human, does that mean because the way I think I don't know play, most humans can pass as human. So what are you saying with that? Well, what I'm saying that is I think the way most people play half orcs. That's right, Bill Fernie, exactly, Bill Fernie from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So what that means is is that you're not obviously a half orc. So when you play a half orc. How should this be played? And you show up in a tavern. Right. 
do you just look something's a little different if you look closely? Or are you, you have like, a, one, that's a one tooth because, that sticks out, because, one snaggle tooth that kind of does that? Right. Because I, I got to tell you, this dude <laughs> doesn't pass as human to me. Right. <laughs> he's, an, he's in parentheses. He's an NPC. <laughs> but we also have to look. I, in the world that I'm running, the one I inherited from you, I've said that there's been there. We're kind of looking at half orc, but what about quarter orc or one eighth orc or whatever? Where you've got five or six generations where it's not as uh, pronounced. You don't have the same the same challenges that you would have. So they're still half orc, but they're one sixteenth or one thirty second. Okay. That's that's how I kind of adjudicated it. I wonder if. Hang on, I'm going to get out my best of dragon because maybe it oh, talks did you bring a it? Bit. I, of course. Oh, this, I, this, I leave it in the box. You know we are live stream. There are people potentially listening to this. So. All right, we're doing best of dragon three. Well, I was just going to look up because he has eight. We have eight viewers. How about that? Peak, that would be it. Would be concurrent eight. There's eight of us. Yeah. <laughs> if there are eight viewers here, we wouldn't be using this thirty. That's right. They're all. They're all wait. The, the internet problem. So, okay. Go so, ahead. So all right. So how should you play a half orc? So you've decided to be ha- why? No one. Why have you decided to be a half orc? I assume either because you want the nineteen con. U.S. You like a multi. Our players player. or people who want to role play. Our players want it for the nineteen con. Right. Or maybe. Or the or power game you like right. the cleric multi class, yeah. Or, and you don't expect and you play in your world where you're not you're not going to make it past fourth level, right? So you might right. You Has, don't worry about. See why? The, that's why I keep telling people it doesn't matter that in my games you don't have on Earth Arcana. No one's the book that shall you're not be not even getting named. close to the levels anyway. The level levels. Yeah, you never get there. I don't think you've. I don't think any player has seen fourth level. Maybe once. I think there was some fourth level in that TPK group. No, I don't think so. Okay, I think it was third. I think when we fought that 14th level illusionist, we were third level. Okay. Maybe. Okay. So, or you want to role play. You, you like half works. If you want to role play, then you got you to gotta push almost like the gnome, but even more upset, the grumish, the grumsh. We got screwed by the rest of the races. Right. Right. We are, we have a chip on our shoulder. We're angry and everyone else are morons and we should inherit everything. That, that's your work side. Right. You could be ashamed. I, mean, I think a lot of players play the half work where their human side, they're ashamed. Right. You can play the shame angle. Right. Then you're that weird, you know, emo, emo half work. Daddy left. Daddy right. wasn't da- around. Daddy, daddy was in a war party. My single mom. That's right. Right. Yeah. He was a, my daddy was a roadie in, a, in an orc band. And yeah, because what your mom. Came through town. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Papa was in the Blood Red Stone see, band. What, see, what your mother told you, it was she was assaulted. The village was attacked. She didn't right. tell you the truth. The truth was, <laughs> the truth was that she there was, was a, a festival. There was. He was the half Some the shrooms orc. and some other parties, and that was... Right, there was some wine. The orc, the orc bassist. That's right. That's like the orc bassist. <laughs> Motley Crue came into town. <laughs> the orc right. roadie. <laughs> the orc roadie. The, the White Palm Death group came through. White Palm Death, they were yeah. good, too. Well... That's well, right. That's how. She, well, maybe that's how she got the backstage pass. That's right. She got the back. You know, maybe that guy with Rookerar put picked her out of the crowd. Right. Second row, and then that was it. Love happened. Okay, there it is. Huh? And so right. And so okay. So uh, if you're gonna role play, do you need to be obnoxious in the game? You? 
Well, I need to be. But okay. so, are you? Because you're a gnome. You're a set. Right. A different sort of knot. Are you gonna? Should you be like playing a knot? I mean, would that get on the other players? Nerves like a gnome. At a certain point. Yes, I think it would get. Unfortunately, this is the good thing about our group. We don't play that up to the hilt. We tend to sound dumb if we play an orc. We we tend to sound like that, and we kind of monosyllabic. We don't really take it. Like we don't use the racial preferences like we should, which is basically hatred. Oh yeah, let's take a look at that. No one likes the half orc, do they? Really? Ooh, half orc. No, you know who doesn't mind the half orc? Uh, we started. Isn't someone like is a halfling? So they don't have a problem with anything. Oh, halflings are pretty tolerant. They even like the uh, yeah. yeah. Where's my uh, chart? Uh, I think it's later. I think it's later. Not, now back. Oh, really? How long have you had this player's habit? So many rolls. Okay. okay. Half-orc. So, racial preference table. So, half-orc. So, dwarves hate, hate them. them. Elves are antipathy. That's right. Gnomes, Gnomes hate, hate them. them. Half-elves antipathy. Halflings are just neutral. Right. The half they prefer. Right. And uh, humans are neutral. Right. But that's, yeah, when you look at the other way... Right, half, half orcs think of half people. Or, they hate dwarves. They don't like elves. They hate gnomes. They don't like half elves. They're neutral to them. They prefer half orcs, of course, and they tolerate. So that's interesting. They tolerate humans, but humans. So there's that bias. Okay, so this is interesting. Here's a question: Is there any grouping where one group's view of the <laughs> other is different? They're different, so they're not. They don't line up like they both prefer. They're both, you know. Right. So, was there one of those? Only half orcs before each other. Half orcs before half orcs. That's about it. And and half orcs tolerate humans. So that's the highest level of that. Uh, tell Vic Dorso good morning. So good morning, Vic. Yes, we are insufferable orcs. Yeah. So he's texting me on the grog line. Okay. Which, so by the way, your phone didn't go off today. Congratulations. Not yet. Well, I'll put it away. I don't think. Oh, you can okay. Hear. So half orcs. Right, thank you. Yes, golf claps all around. Very good. So, so the orc, the orc side is going to play a role. You're yep. going to be sh- short sighted. Orcs are short sighted. Right. But you could play this as, like we said, twelfth generation half orc. You're almost like one sixty fourth. You're like two percent orc. You know, you do your ancestry and you find out. 12 cousins back and so you really play you could play that if you want to as humans still get the benefit yeah that's true I don't know if I would give them the whole plus one con and strength in that case if you're only if you're that far removed mm-hmm. but that could be you know that could be some of the secret too yeah well that's going to get complicated at what point in time are you not considering I, I think it's better to play more of the orc because the whole point of the demi-humans is to try not to play a human with just an exaggerated trait like we talked about with the dwarves who are Scottish and uh, you know the gnome is annoying. It's just an exaggeration of a human trait. Try to be more alien. I think the half orc is an opportunity where you can stretch and you can really play it as um, you know I'm I'm a servant of of Grumsh, one of the other deities. We've been we've been uh, screwed by the rest of the races, and so always simmering in the back of their mind, they've got a, an agenda. Well, okay. So like, now the problem is they're not that bright, so their agenda doesn't work out as well. So they have these very rash plans. I think that would be the, the way to play. Right. Exactly. Now, let me, so you brought up religion. Yes. What's your view on, like, let's say you don't want, huh. as a DM, you don't want evil PCs. So let's say you're going to be a half orc. Let's say you're going to be lawful neutral, because I think that would make sense, because your orc side is lawful. Maybe your human side was neutral or good, whatever. So you're lawful neutral. Can I worship? Would you permit me to worship a orc deity? 
as they're all evil, right? Except the one's gotten some neutral leanings. The uh, right, the mother, Luther, right? Luther, exactly. It has yeah, neutral tendencies. Right. Well, it would, it would have to be if you were. Well, are you a cleric or not? Oh boy, all. I knew you're going to bring that up because the deities and demigods. Because you're the one that. who brought that up. I always used to play. They could play worshiper alignment, but I think correctly you said in the DMG that alignment for the cleric must be the same as the deity. So if I'm a cleric, would you allow me to be a lawful neutral half or cleric and worship Luther? Uh, I, I would because uh, you let me do that, or actually John let I me do that. I heard my phone. There's you your phone. That? Finally, there's your phone. Which, by the way. Um, the uh, commander and the scourge of the North Star state had an interesting take. If you play a half-orc, he makes his character roll percentages, and that's how much orc blood they have. Oh, well, let's do so that. So it could be all let's over the place. how much orc yeah. blood we have. I always like an opportunity to roll. So I'm not sure it's genetically sound, but I like the idea. So let's let's go with it. Why shouldn't I roll for how much human blood I have? No. Yeah, I mean, usually it's like a quarter, but that's fine. Five percent. <laughs> yeah. We all have it. So we like, all have a little bit of blood like, in us somewhere, Don't we have right? Cro-Magnan or something, Neanderthal I mean, in if us? you send in D&D, if you send back your DNA thing or whatever, you send it in, did you put that on your back pro- with did like you put a that, sliver of orc blood, Did you put it? that on your profile? You know? Yeah. Right. We should do that. Right. The gro- Yes, what we should do, Grog Talk should have a thing where you send in, send us your DNA. Right. And we'll do No, it. I don't want their DNA. <laughs> do you understand how DNA is collected? What is wrong with you? And it is... No. I, I'm pretty sure I spit in something, okay? Okay. You, okay. Is that if, if, Assuming that our, our listeners are smart enough to do that, do you really want spittle no, from okay, people throughout right, the world? Right, not real. No, but this is what we should do, oh, is we should have for characters. horrible. What we should have. Coll- here you go. Here, we're collecting here. the I Love Gnomes cup. Give me that. You can put them together. Give me back my I Love Gnomes cup. Collect it. That's right. <laughs> Everyone spit in it. So, if... No, we could have a thing though. We're like, you get back your like DNA results. You're like, oh, two percent goblin, uh, right? You know, because you can have a lot of unusual things. Yeah. Tell us what race uh, that you think you are, right? And we'll come back. I'm clearly a dwarf, and it comes back. And that should be at the gold tier level. So, okay. Ron, I appreciate your level, but if you want your if you want your character, to, we'll we'll be happy to do that. You know, right? Because it's all about up upselling. That's right. You know, what? that's right. Exactly. We need more. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because right, yeah. You you look like an orc. That's right. You're five foot six and you look like an orc. I, anyway, this is this is. Not, I don't see how this goes well. Either way, we're gonna have people send in a picture and a bio of themselves. Now it sounds like we're running some kind of talent thing. That's that's not. Here's good. the problem. If I'm a half orc, okay. And let's say I want to be a fighter. Right. That would I, be easy. And I want to worship. Let's say. Bag true, or bag true, yeah. Son, who's awesome, right? He's like this big, strong dude. His right. intelligence is terrible. Look, even for a guy, his intelligence is six. Six, yeah. I want to worship this guy because I like your dog is smarter things. than that. Worship of Lyman is lawful evil warriors. Does that right. mean can I not be neutral and worship him? No, you oh. have to be lawful evil. So, in other words, I'm out of luck. What's here, the matter? Right? David Yes. So that's right. Our I know, but the problem is, is that the orc gods are so cool. Right. I want to worship these. Right. They're so cool. Okay. So if I'm a thief, I'm a half orc thief. I can worship Sargas. Sargas. Sargas, because it just says worshippers alignment. It just says thieves, assassins, and those who do evil under cover of darkness. Right. I would say evil is necessary. You can't be. You couldn't be a neutral good thief and worship Sharga. <laughs> that would be strange, right? But I can be. Then I can I be lawful. I can be lawful. Unless you're going to play the thing. What was the thing that was uh, uh, good? 
what was that that evil tendencies? Well, evil temper, evil temperament. Maybe you could do that, but I don't think so. Okay, I can also do. Oh, I love Yurtris. Yurtris, the one with the disease. Disease, yes. He's, he's my favorite. Is it a he? Oh, I don't know. Well, it's an ant, probably, right? So, Yurtris, you just have to be assassins and those who worship or profit from death. Oh, that's kind of hard. I guess I'm not a thief, so I'm no. going to be an assassin. Huh? Grave diggers. Grave diggers. That's right. Uh, life insurance salesman. A death, was it Deathmaster? What was the? Huh? Remember, it wasn't there in Dragon Coffin Magazine. Builders. Was there like a Deathmaster or something? Yes, there was a Deathmaster. There you go. NPC. All right. It's going to get harder to work. See, what happens is Roger Moore gives these awesome but, uh, deities, but, and then as a half work, I'm having trouble being the able difference to is any I, of that. I would say, unlike other clerics, where you're trying to proselytize other people, these clerics, their goal is to subvert and destroy the society that is not orc. So it would be perfectly legit, like one of our folks in the audience said, yeah, I'm a fighter. I don't, my God is, I don't have a God. I, I've, I'm the God of, I like steel, you know, like Krom kind of thing. And when actually you're planning to kill them all, and then later you betray them and go, ah, for your trust, and you kill them that way. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't like that type of dissension. Look, there wouldn't be it. dissension to the end. Yeah, I guess it's not really dissension if it yeah. just happens fast. Right. Luthic, what would you say her charisma is, not to, not to orcs or half-orcs, just normal charisma? Is it closing time or not? At the, is it 2 o'clock? 10 at 2, 2 at 10. That's right. What would you say? Well, I can see it here. It's a 12. It's a 12. So people, so Look, she must have an amazing personality. That's right. That's a 12. Normal. That's that's not her picture on <laughs> that's Tinder. Not, not, that's right. not her. Right. That's not her not Tinder. You're swiping a lot quickly. Yeah. Well, those those nails look professional. People pay a lot of money for nails like that. Have you been to the salons here? They that's got true. the just. They're like that. That's true. So. So I like half orcs. I had a half orc. You did o- oogly nimble fingers. O- oogly. It was an offspring of Shindam nimble fingers. My o- nimble fingers is is nothing. I think about half orc. Well, I would but say it was his last name, but he inherited that last from name. a halfling. No, from an illusionist. Shindam nimble fingers. A gnome. No, a human. I actually stunningly played a human illusionist. Okay. And and oogly nimble fingers was was his offspring. A half orc. Uh, okay. Anything else we need to say about half orcs? I mean, they're. I like them. I think that you need the right party if you're going to try to be antagonistic. If you're just using them for the stats, then it doesn't matter. I ran an adventure with. I don't think Rob made that one. Did you make the uh, round round the bend adventure? You didn't. Were you? Did you come to the round the bend? It was. Um, so it's half orcs who are all thieves, and they break into a wizard's castle to steal a bunch of stuff and the wizard catches them and uh, shrinks them down to two inches and sends them down his drain pipe to look for his lost eye of minute seeing and so they're <laughs> it was fun it's fun that's awesome and they were all half orcs yeah so I'm well if we get to suggestion you could probably oh we're you can't even picture the crown I'm, yeah. su- I'm disappointed no one brought any signs in the crowd like you know gnomes or people we're, too you're su- I would think the only thing you're surprised about is there's people here that came for this. That's it. I'm just I'm tweeting that we're here live at Sci-Fi City. You can come on down and be in our crowd. That's right. Time's running out. Come on down. Actually, if you come now, we'll be gone. Come on down. Was it hashtag Gary Gygax today? Yep. Yeah, so please, you know. hopefully, you can get to do some role playing today. That's right, role playing on Gary Gygax day, or at least a, a role like right. a half work cleric assassin. 
all day. All right, so why people tweet, I'm not sure, but I did it. Oh, look at that. That looks awesome. Okay, so now we're ready for our suggestion, which is actually our suggestion is suggestion. So there it is. That's my, there, there you heard it now, behind the scenes. The highest quality pr production. So, like they do on, on game day, you are going to announce who we think is going to be the winner of this three-team epic tournament mm -hmm. where everything's going to be laid on the line. Nothing will be left. Everything on the field. Uh, what's the other cliches? Will, who will resolve and rise to the occasion when they are challenged? Who's going to play mistake fee? Expectations are super high. Who is going to win? The winner. It's over there. Thank you. The winner of this year's this year's tournament. That's right. AD and D tournament. That's right. Will be. Oh, I see. I thought it was connected. No, it's not connected. Sorry, I ran out of time. That's right, Satur. The Norse god of death and destruction. He's the one who's actually going to win. The players have no chance in surviving. Yes. That's right. Just like it is. That's who's gonna that's what's gonna win. You know, and it's that sword, it's kind of a gesture, isn't it, that's to the right. teams? That's right. It's, it's, I think he's he's gesturing. He's he? always gesturing. He's giving you the one finger, one sword the salute. Single sword salute. The single sword salute. So uh, again, thank you to Sci-Fi City, thank you to Troy for having us here. We appreciate that. Um, we're looking forward to maybe a little bit later, 1.30, 2 o'clock, depending on room. Looks like if we continue to hold these tables, we should be able to be, be okay. To have our tournament? That's yes, right. We're considering, right we're, we're considering having a tournament here. We are going to have a tournament, regardless. It's happening. Um, we have to roll for our, uh, how well we did today. Oh, yeah. D10. Absolutely. All right. Do we want one of the guests, one of the crowd to roll Someone for us? Roll Do you want, does anyone want to roll the D10 to see how, how well we did? You can come up oh, here. You can, or you can roll it there. there you, you want to do? Yeah, plus one because of plus a thing. One. Yeah, we get plus one. But this is we got crowd and everything. Whoa, nine. it's eight nine. Nine. Wow. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. Nice. Thank you, Rob. Thank you to our crowd. And thank you to we our crowd. Up early That's right. On a Saturday. We want to thank everyone. Um, we're looking forward to a great game. Um, you can see us on YouTube and Twitter uh, at Grog Talk. We have our website in GrogCon. It's GrogCon 2019, October 11th through the 13th in Kissimmee. We will have uh, 500 people playing miniatures, role-playing. Um, we're going to be running a tournament. Karis Lysing has a special module he's made for this. And it's looking amazing. We've uh, seen the cover Vic art. Vic Dorso is going to run his Keep at Blood Red Falls, where he's talking about having a 3D rendition of the Keep. If you saw last week's episode, he was showing you how to print using 3D printing, which is pretty cool. Lane Feathergill. Lane Feathergill, our Dwarven Forge master, is going to uh, do uh, a layout for which uh, module of yours? Tomb of Aethwing the Dan from Janelle Jaquays. Right. So um, we also have other games, potentially of Top Secret. I'm running Paranoia again. Um, so uh, go out Call to of Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu. So go out to Tabletop Events or go to grogcon.com. Um, tickets are available. It's thirty-five. What thirty-seven dollars for the three days? Yeah, it's a bargain. Right, or fifteen dollars one day. So you can't go all three days. Just go for one day. Um, we'd love to see you out there. Sign up. Um, if you have other ideas for guests or uh, items we want to talk about, I know we still have to do an expansive two-hour thing on doors. That's what uh, our friend from Sweden wants: two hours of doors. An initiative. Apparently, he wanted to talk about initiative from last week. Uh, Nico, anything else from the chat or any other? Uh, we got a new subscriber. How about that? See? Yeah. Congrats. Congrats. What are we up to? Seven.
62. 62, that's right. Gary Gygax subscribed. <laughs> that's right, Gary Gygax subscribed. <laughs> that, would, that would be amazing if Gary, well, if Luke Gygax subscribed, which I guess they're having a big, they're having some event up there too. I'm not quite sure. It's, this, some other convention. That's right. So as, as you like to say, Dan, if you're going to go to an AD&D tournament, which tournament should you go to? Right. Well, so you should go to, uh, you should clearly go to GaryCon. Right, okay. But, but, but. If you go to two, if you go to two, get one. You should go to Gary Con and the North Texas role playing game oh, convention. Okay. How about if you go to three? If you go to three and you live in the southeast, right? You should come to Grocon. Absolutely, that would be great. So, um, thank you again to our folks. <laughs> we're looking forward to a great tournament. This is the play test of the tournament that we're going to run in October. So, um, if if it doesn't work out, you get your money back for what for the entrance fee and great prizes. No expense was uh, I the. Uh, the trophies that are being given out are of the highest quality, just like last year's tournament trophies. I not, think, not quite as good as last year's. Well, the, the people may notice there may be a double sticker on them. Like I didn't have a chance to take off the previous one. The trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nico, your third grade uh, spelling bee tur- yeah. thing has now been... <laughs> wow, that's rough. Yeah, well, you know, that's it. So, for, for Grog Talk... He had so much promise. He did, he did. Hey, spelling, happened? now look at him. <laughs> So for Grog Talk, I'm James. I'm Dan. And we will see you next time on Grog Talk. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. This is big, a pushy, a big production. All rights reserved.